And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's the Ed and Bob Show, number 130. Good morning. 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 Good <laughs> Don't set your bar too high. Hey, I, ladies okay. and gentlemen, I'm Bob. He's Ed, and this is the Ed and Bob Show. And 130. I didn't think we would do One, three, much less 130. I know. One <laughs> thirty. That's amazing. It really is amazing that we've done 130 shows. And then people from all, all over the world have listened to this. Oh my God. Where about that's nuts. I don't know, but uh, you know, it's crazy. I mean. It's a crazy world, uh, and uh, we're glad to be part of it. So, um, how you doing, Mr. Brantley? I'm doing great, man. Doing just wonderful, absolutely fabulous. Could I be like to hear that. You, I, you, you know, do? you're only as old as you feel, but some days hey, I hey, feel hey, pretty hey. damn old. So, <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah. so you know what I'm saying? Oh my God! Yeah. I get up well, and more go, oh, my God, why does that hurt? <laughs> it's all about attitude. Yeah, I guess you're it's, right. If you've got yeah. the right attitude, you can make it through anything. Trust me. You know, this the is the only attitude. time we get to do this life, so we might as well laugh at ourselves as we go along the way. That's true. You know? All right. So, all right. Well, let's get into it, Mr. Brantley. For show number 130, we got a little bit of news. You know, April 22nd is earth day and um i thought well I, i'd heard of earth day didn't know what necessarily it was something about the earth that we're appreciating the earth started in 1970 and it was to give a voice to the em environmental consciousness <laughs> so uh has it really done anything i i guess i don't know but has anything been accomplished but it's, it's always good about taking care of mother earth and all that stuff mm -hmm. uh don't you think well i think so you know i mean well mow the yard and you take kind of take care of the landscaping around the house if we all did that mother earth would be all right wouldn't it <laughs> there you go I and not throw a little anything, bit more than that but yeah you know. and not throw anything out you know don't throw any garbage out on the streets well I'll i mean that's you, that's true uh, yeah yeah so I think I think the first thing to do would be the biggest thing we could do is to stop the, the litter problem in Knoxville, especially. You know, when um, it, uh, when I was probably in high school is when they started that Johnny Trash. Uh, was it Johnny Trash commercials? Mm. Uh, something like that. Oh, mm -hmm. I'm Johnny Trash. Don't litter. No. You know, and then you had the Indian with the the. Uh, the tear, the tear. Out of his eye, yeah, yeah. and and yeah. it was you know people uh, that trash washing up on shore, and but there was a time in America, and these young kids don't remember it, where people would go down the road and just throw the trash out the car and think, well, that just goes somewhere else. Yeah, so That's right. 
you know, uh, I, I do think, have we done better not littering or is it still oh, the same? No, I don't thing? think so. I think we've done better by hiring people to go clean it up. You know, you see these, you see these people on the interstates and those old trucks and they got parked inside and they're walking along picking up. I'll tell you, somebody does a good job is a, is a city of Oak Ridge. You know, really? that, that exit 122 off the interstate over there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they're out there picking up garbage off of that and litter on that thing about twice a week. Really? You know, TV. Ed and I were on Knox County commission and, um, uh, we, I always thought that you could have prisoners go out and pick up trash and then they get like for every day they work, they got two days off or something like that. But Ed, as you and I understood it, they, the uh, state of Tennessee or somebody said that was unconstitutional. You can't make prisoners work mm -hmm. even if they want to. And so there was no longer any free labor to pick up litter. That's true. I think it's baloney. Well, I think they work in many places. I still see prisoners working in, in certain counties. I, I think that's just a bunch of bull. Uh, I think well, a, sheriff, a sheriff can pretty much do what he wants to there. I don't think they're going, you know. I mean, well, I think do? that you should be able to, if you are incarcerated and you want to do some extra work, try to get your butt out of jail sooner. I yeah. will pick up trash. I mean, if that if yeah. that work, you know. Remember, uh, Cool Hand Luke. They yeah. go out and they pave the road, buddy. <laughs> hey Ed, uh, do you know what April twenty third is? Take your kid to work day. Did you ever take your kids to work? Uh, I tried to keep them out of there. <laughs> did you, you know, take your kid to work? I did, but I only took them when they were sick because I had anywhere else to take them. <laughs> it, it, it wasn't like they were learning anything. So, here, lay down over here in the corner. <laughs> yeah, here's a, here's a blanket and a, uh, one of those little cushions. Lay down that thing. No, uh, yeah. it's not, you know, you and I had jobs that were not necessarily take your kid to work kind of jobs, you know? No, no, uh, there were no. Uh, so, but it is take your kid to work day. And I don't know who started that, but um, I don't know. I kind of think that's a load of hooey, as my dad would say, because take your kid to work, then your day of working is shot. That's true. You got to watch that much, kid. That's right. Ain't going to be much work going on. Nope. Mama, nope. mama, mama will have her rear end covered though. Kids, <laughs> kids are with dad. Let, well, now, I don't want to get in trouble. Mom may take them to work with her. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Well, Can you imagine just... your wife taking your kids to work to the doctor's office? Well, maybe a daughter, but not a, not the son. I don't think. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> well, I wouldn't want him to go to work at the doctor's office. You catch something, you know. Exactly. That's why yeah. I was waiting for you to say that. You I'm, know, I'm going there. Yeah. When my wife comes home from work, before she walks into the house, she prays. She sprays uh, disinfectant on the bottom of her shoes and all of that. I mean, you know, it's dangerous out there. I thought maybe you hosed her down in the garage. <laughs> I'd be glad to tell her <laughs> I, I said that. Yeah, so well, you can just get her to stand still. <laughs> stand still. Hey, quit hey. doing that. Uh, here's a coronavirus update for you, Ed. Okay, uh, boy. You know, we're, we're, a lot of people are getting vaccinated, and I hope that you and I are both fully vaccinated. We're good. Got our little cards and all that stuff, and. Um, 
I, I hope that, although you'd said the Marines are not vaccinating, only 40% of them have been vaccinated. But I think that um, as more and more people get vaccinated, that, mm-hmm. um, you know, world will get better and people will take care of themselves and, you know, get a shot in your arm. But here's the way it stands. You're looking at almost 3 million people have died in the world. Um, 565,000 people in the United States, 12,000 in the state of Tennessee where Ed and I live. And uh, you're looking around 630 or so deaths in Knox County in in this area. I think that um, um, this pandemic has um, slowed some, although I'm hearing that uh, some of the most recent infections have been from younger kids. Have you heard that? Yeah, I have heard that. Mm-hmm. What I don't is that that spring break thing? What is that? I think it's a it is, and also I think it's a mutant. You know where it's uh it's got all those old folks, so now we can go get the young folks. <laughs> oh my God! I tell oh you, my gonna, God! They're going to keep this thing going as long as they can, Bob. Well, uh, I ten years from now, if we find out there was people politicizing the coronavirus deaths and things like that, mm-hmm. I'm going to be damn mad. Yeah. And nobody well, will I, care if I'm mad, but, you know, I'll be mad. Yeah. Well, I me, think me and my five fr- people, you know. <laughs> you know so, I don't know. Well, I'm not well, 100% um, Trumper, but I think some of that's true. You know, I really do. Well, all right. Let's move along on the Ed Bob Show. Okay. 1.30. Mr. Brantley's got a question of the day. And I bring this up every so often, about every year or so, and it's, mm-hmm. it's, uh, you know, it sometimes it just makes sense, and sometimes it doesn't. But I know Bob, you have a reason, and you have an answer for. It. But I, what I'm wondering is, you know, in Knox County, we have a lot of duplicate offices that are yeah. doing the same thing. Some do it for yes. the city, some do it for the county. The schools are handled by the county government. The the prisoners are handled by the county government. But yet there's a there's a Knoxville Police Department we're paying for. So there's there's a lot of things that are duplicated, uh, mm-hmm. you know, property uh, assessors and I don't know anything sure. stuff like that. So why why don't we just have one central government or combine these things and get over it? You know, somebody asked me this the other day. It's odd you should bring that up. <clears throat> and I think, and 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 everybody that can email me, text me, call me correct me uh, i'm welcome to hear from you but i think one of the biggest problems is that if you go to a metro government basically the city takes over and a lot of people look at the city of knoxville and go uh, i don't think so <laughs> uh, <laughs> well that's true <laughs> i mean uh, that's the way people in knox county look at it you got people in knox county are very republican the city's very uh left leaning and and democratic and a lot of people don't, most, a majority of people in Knox County don't agree with what Knoxville City is. And some people would even, as you and I talked about, would consider it to be socialist. So they're saying, uh, you know, hell will freeze over before I'm going to have yeah. Metro government have the city running it. So I think that's one of the problems. Now, I think if you said we will have the government go over to the county, that might be a different story, Ed. Well, and, and a lot of these, a lot of the things that are duplicated are started going to the county. You know, the libraries go into the county, mm-hmm. the schools to the county. So, exactly. it, yeah, so it, it, it 
and I think if you if you take them one by one like that and, and move them to the county, I think it'll eventually happen. Well, and, and I would be all for that. And I think that um, uh, I, I think if you could save money like that, uh, I, I'm all for it. I, but I, I, I think a lot of people are nervous about the way the city of Knoxville is leaning. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, they just think it's lean towards socialism and and they don't want to do that. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. I got a question for you, Ed. Okay, Bob. Recently, we had a president called Donald Trump. You may remember I remember. Him. I remember okay. that. Mm -hmm. Okay. And if his wife, Melania, was not the most beautiful <laughs> first lady in history, then, then, I'm, then I'm blind, okay? Um, but yet, you would think if you had a model perfect first lady, yeah. That she would be featured on the front of every women's magazine in the United States, right? Right. And yet, was she, to me, was she the most ignored first lady ever? Well, I think so. She didn't do anything. I, I mean, I don't remember her ever going out and doing things. But, but do they have to do something to, to be, I mean, my God, they've already had uh, Biden's wife on the front page of magazines yeah, and she was and melania was never i mean was it was it yeah. fair well I mean, maybe I don't, get it. I don't get it either but maybe it's called she is not truly an american i guess she is american but she has an accent doesn't she where was she born you know i don't know where exactly she was from but she was married to the president of the united states yeah that gives i you mean some come fun. on i think it's strictly a political thing and the, the People didn't like people in the media didn't like Trump, and therefore they ignored they didn't her. Like her. Yeah. If she had been the wife of a Democratic president, she had been on the front page of the cover of every major women's magazine in the world, in my opinion. Well, or now, in the United States. Yeah, but now, now she wasn't Trump's first wife. She wasn't Trump's second wife. So, you know, there's, I think that's got something to do with it too. Well, but in, in this t day and age, <laughs> find me, how many people have only one wife in their life? Well, I, I, I mean, really, I mean, counting uh, you. <laughs> hey, watch out. Hey, watch out. But I'm just telling you, hey, watch out, Mr. Brantley. I'll start okay. questioning you. But, okay. uh, you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. things have changed from, your Thomas Jefferson day. Well, no, Thomas Jefferson, not a good example either. No, he had mistresses not. and everything else. <laughs> but nonetheless, I think that um, uh, if you're the wife of the president of the United States, you should demand some respect. And I just don't think she ever got it. I agree with you. So, hang on. No. Out of, like out it of or not. The, well, out of all the wives of presidents, I think Mrs. Bush the older Mrs. Bush, you know, yeah. was, I, she, I admired her a lot. I thought she was pretty good. Oh, I like it too. Anybody put up with those mm. crazy guys. Uh, you got that right. <laughs> All uh, right, Mr. Bradley, let's see, where are we? Let's uh, tell everybody uh, what's what coming up. Is, yeah, the topic of the day. Go ahead. What are the worst health, health scares in world history? So, you know, we've got one going on now. Of course, yeah. but there's there's been plenty of them over the years, I guess. So what are the worst? So and I guess kind of put them into uh, perspective would be a yeah. 
you know, way of saying that. So we'll we'll do that. But first, before that, guess what? Mr. Brantley's got this. Well, I'm, I'm going to talk to you about the, you know, I like coffee, Bob, right? I know you love coffee. Oh, I love what coffee. He, but you've switched from Starbucks to, to the, um, the to ugly a, mug. What is it called? Uh, the uh, uh, well, well, that's the donut place. Yeah. Well, Are you still a, doing the donut place? I do it part time, but I found the ugly mug coffee. It's in Lenore City. And they have some pretty great beans at the Ugly Mug Cafe. Wait it's, a minute. I don't I, what, what, Back up. There's a place called the Ugly <laughs> Mug, Mug Cafe. Yeah, coffee. And it is great coffee. You know what makes it so unique in Lenore City? It's locations right downtown. So it's kind of on the back street there. And you can drink your coffee the inside or outside. But uh, they have uh, their source fair trade coffee has been selected, shipped up the Mississippi River to Memphis. Whoa. And they, yeah, and then it, there they roast it there, analyze it, do the samples, scrutinize every last bean, creating the perfect blends. And the result is a pretty delicious cup of coffee from the Mississippi River to the beautiful hills of East Tennessee. So they, it is really good coffee. It really is. So if, you're, if you like coffee, Stop by the North City and the Ugly Mug. It's at 108 South B Street. I'll give you the phone number. You could, it's, they've got a sign there on the main road. But uh, now making, it's, I guess uh, they've, got a, they've got them in Nashville, the North City, Memphis. That's where their home is, is in Memphis. Wow. Pretty good stuff, buddy. Do you, do you go down there every morning, or is this just an Oh, no, 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 no. This is a special thing. I mean, they have, oh. yeah. yeah. Wow. It's, it's really good. Not every morning. No, not every morning. Okay. I still, not I still, like the good old days, right? No, I still have to do the donut place every morning. I won't do <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Hey, what's the donut place? I've forgotten the name. It's it's not Krispy Kreme. It's, uh, uh -oh. what, what's the other one? Oh, gosh. Uh -oh. Uh, Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, Dunkin'. You Dunkin', Dunkin Donuts. And they, and, they Dunkin'. and have you ever seen a place that switched so fast from and yet the donuts is in their name and they switched from donuts to coffee so fast yeah well they took donuts off their name they're just really? they're not, yeah their 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 name is duncan that's it well there you go so, so they i just, guess talk coffee costs them about two cents and they're selling it to you for eight dollars <laughs> so yeah, you got good. that right all right yeah. Ed, let's get into the topic of the day what are the worst health scares in history how long did they last? How do we prevent them? Things like that. What are the, and we put this all in perspective because we're going through a pandemic right now, right? So right. Um, what, 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 is this the worst pandemic in the history of the world or is oh, it no. not? So no. can you help me out here, Mr. Brantley? Can you tell me a little bit about oh. the pandemics in the world and history? Can you imagine being alive back when the black death plague hit? No. Oh. Oh man, 75 to 200 million were killed. Oh my God. And it was spread by infected fleas or maybe body lice. Ugh. That's, you know, if you think about it, and what years was, was that? 1347 to 1351. Well, Wasn't, I mean, it didn't I, last I, a long time. I don't know how many people uh, lived on the world back then. I mean, what, how many people live in the world right now? Is it like, Three billion, no. yeah, something like that. I, but um, seventy-five to two hundred million people killed. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's that's insane. And um, the smallpox pandemic back in the eighteen hundreds. Well, it's still kind of going on. Uh, 
but yeah. 500 million were killed in that. And smallpox should be eradicated from the planet, but I, I think there's still various cases here and there. But what did you say? Did you say 500 million? Right, 500 million. 500, yeah. 500 million people killed from the smallpox. The right. Black Death Plague, 75 to 200, to 200 million. million. What's next? Spanish flu. I remember the Spanish flu. What year was that? No, you don't. 1918. Oh, I, I read about it. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Well, I just read about it then. 1918 to 1919. And that year. And how many oh, did it kill? 100 million. Wow. Okay. 100 and million. Then, yeah. Okay. And you know, what, you know what it was caused by? What? It was, what? It was the H, H1N1 influenza virus. And yeah, you know, I don't we. like all those numbers. But we've me. had that. We've had that same virus, though. Have we? Yes. Yeah. And then and there was third. Survived it? Well, evidently, I have. <laughs> what's, what's the next one? Okay. Uh, HIV AIDS pandemic from 1981 uh, to present. Yeah. You know, that's terrible. 30, 32 million. 25 oh to 100 million, uh, let's see, the third plague pandemic, 1855 to 1960, 15 million people killed, that was a bubonic plague. And the coronavirus pandemic, 2.94 million people have died from that. You know, if you think about that, and you think about the ones you just talked about, the smallpox, mm -hmm. the, the, what was it, Black Death Plague? Yeah. I mean, does right. that not sell terrible and it then the spanish flu and then aids we all we remember aids and yet the coronavirus was not uh i mean just a, a two or three percent or less of what that was to put all this into perspective it's really i mean should bring everybody into perspective of uh, how this has stood against all the pandemics around the world and where we really where we've come from medically and mm -hmm. how medicine has progressed and 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 we've really you know uh gotten better at this um another one you remember the hong kong flu oh yeah oh yeah it, it only killed a million people but that was back about 1970. you know the yeah. thing that i really add that when i looked at this and this and, and this gets into those restrictions okay mm-hmm they said that the greater the restrictions, the, the, the worse it was for people, uh, the economy and, and people able to um, come out of this because here's the thing, people that work week to week, check paycheck to paycheck, uh, uh, work minimum wage, things like that, which makes up the majority of the people, not in the United States, I'm talking about the world. Mm -hmm. When you have all these restrictions and you shut everything down, it has a lasting effect on people. Not only, I mean, yeah, you're saying I'm keeping you safe and whatever, but mm -hmm. if, if I'm restricting you from working and other people and all of a sudden they don't have any money. They can't afford health care. They can't go to the doctor. No, they can't no. pay for gas. They can't pay their rent and stuff like that. Mm. Stuff will kill you too. Mm -hmm. And it lasts longer. From uh, the, the studies and all this said those the 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 
shutdowns and the restrictions that were put on some of these pandemics lasted longer than the pandemics themselves. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and I'm not trying to necessarily make a judgment, but are restri- being very restrictive, is that good? Or are you harming your people in the long run? Well, there were recessions that followed these things. Yeah, I think it's, this is proof of what's going on now. The, the, where the lockdowns are is the worst. I mean, they're not getting any better. But, but just look at spring break. It hasn't hurt Florida. Florida's doing well. Right. I mean, I, I, think, I think we go overboard sometimes. Like, Here's like, the thing. Go ahead. Well, like like this Fuji, whatever his name is, at the White House. You know, he's yeah, wearing Fuji. he's wearing yeah. three three masks. Come on, you know. Three masks? Is he right? Yeah, he, yeah oh he's got three God. masks on. Can't, you know, give Bless me a break. Yeah. Well, here's a couple of things I read. I, I want to share them with you. One of them was that if you are in a restrictive thing during the pandemic, half of all jobs in Africa would be wiped out. Mm-hmm. Half of all jobs wiped out, and that's—it's not just about America; it's about the entire world. And that um, you know, low-income, middle-income countries; those people—it severely hurts them, and for a long, long time, mm-hmm. it—they it, just can't bounce back. Mm-hmm. Um, the, um, the stricter the public health measures the more disruption there is to the economic activity, the bigger blow the economy. And they said the, here's the thing, here's this study said the economic impact of COVID-19 pandemic has been more brutal than any other pandemic in history. So I I just think you gotta be careful when you put restrictions on people. and I don't want to be heartless, but here's the thing. Let's say, for example, if you if you are um, you've got a, a job or whatever, and you've got to work in order to pay, take care of your family. So if you you know if if you're a minimum wage person and you're working a job, uh, a blue collar job or whatever, those people if you restrict those people, those people are going to be the hurt the worst, and they're going to be the people that have the hardest time to come back. Am I right? That's right. You're right. You're you know, right. And, and so if you start restricting those people, I, I just think you got to be careful as we mm-hmm. move through this. And, and we have to have elected officials across the world that um, uh, have good common sense. And, and you can't completely say to shut everything down because if you shut everything down, you will end up with nothing. It'll last longer than the the pandemic itself. I uh, I've heard some things and I've checked them and they're true. For instance, this is unusual, but you know Chick Fil A does pretty well, right. and and Chick Fil A did better when they closed their their uh, lunch when they closed the inside eating, and just went to the outdoor uh, drive through. They did. I mean, their profits really? just skyrocketed. Oh yeah, just skyrocketed. They were just lined up, and they and they and and it's like they saw it coming because they went to three lanes, you know. To well, the people felt safe. <clears throat> exactly, 
and 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 it's just amazing. I mean, and and some of the some of the uh, the the uh, restaurant owners just they don't want to open their dining rooms anymore. They just keep it like it is because it's that's the way to do it, you know. And well, you it, and I've learned to do takeout, so I think everybody else has too. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Wow. All right. Okay. All right, Ed, tell everybody what's coming up, and then I've got a sponsor of the day. All right. We're going to talk to go in the mailbox and also talk about a few complaints about Bob, and uh, we'll try to get get him to. I got plenty of complaints, mostly about me. So, <clears throat> What's your sponsor, Bob? All right, Ed, I've got to talk about Ben Lucky. Now, I don't know if you've been there or not yet. Have you been to Ben Lucky? No, I haven't, but I'm going this week. Okay, well, I, I would like to hear you say one time in your lifetime, boy, Bob, I got lucky. I and, got uh, lucky. <laughs> and, what's, if you're gonna, you, give me some <laughs> examples of what you can find in there. Uh, well, you know, I went in there and I found uh, one of those little things you put in your car where you, you, you put your phone in there, you attach it to your your little thing there and you, and you mm. put your phone in there when you're in your car. I found mm -hmm. a thing. Well, I, well my wife found a, a, a hat to keep the sun off your face. Um, I found a thing from uh, uh, Home Depot. It was previously sold at Home Depot. Uh, it was a power tool attachment. Here's the thing. When you go send things back to Amazon, uh, Home Depot, and all these other places, what they do is they sometimes instead of putting them back out for sale, what they do is they put them in a bin and they wholesale them out to people like Ben Lucky, B-I-N Lucky. What they do, <laughs> these things get in there on Wednesday and Thursday and they load them up in the bins. And then when you go to Ben Lucky on Friday, every single item in there is $7. And then Friday, Saturday, everything's $5. What's left over on Sunday, mm -hmm. $3. On, and, and on Monday... It's only a buck. A dollar? That's it, man. It's all wow. you need. Everything's a dollar. And then Tuesday, 50 cents cleans every bin out. They Ooh. reload on Wednesday and Thursday, and it's ready to go. It's 4426 Middlebrook Pike. It's across from the big KUB substation there on Middlebrook Pike down from uh, 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 Wright's Cafeteria. But get on by there and see if you can get lucky, just like... Me and Ed. All there right, you Ed. go. Let's get into uh, uh, the mailbox. You're going to right. mailbox up, aren't I you? I got the first one here. Judd from Louisville says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you are you guys coming to the Derby? Oh, <laughs> it's Saturday. Man. It's Saturday, May first. You know the Derby. Have you, when was the last time you went to the Kentucky Derby? Uh oh, that's been years ago. I think yeah. foolish pleasure, probably. Bunch yeah. of back in the seventies or eighties, but authentic that, won the race. That's what happened race. to you that weekend, or that who <laughs> yeah. won the race? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, it's oh, uh, I went there back in like nineteen, God, ninety with uh, Bill Mullins. He took Ooh. the McDonald's. He had the McDonald's bus. Yeah, uh, you know the people at own McDonald's here in Knoxville. Uh, they had a big bus, and he took the bus. We all went up there and went to the Derby. Went to the what was it called? Not the Governor's Ball. It's called the uh, uh, Kentucky. What are you, Kentucky Colonel? The Colonel's yeah. Ball. Yeah. We went to the Colonel's Ball. We had a great time, and um, 
You know, it's a lot of fun if you've never been to the Kentucky Derby. Uh, and, and, and Churchill Downs is not some, it's not like Keeneland. It's, 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 a, it's a little worn out. But uh, <laughs> we, we, we had a good time. And uh, so when is the now last year, the Derby didn't run at the normal time, right? No, it didn't. Uh, it, it ran on September the 5th. And it was wow. a rescheduled deal. But uh, Saturday, May 1st is race day, and I think they'll run it this time. So me and you going? Oh, yeah, baby. We're going to take the McDonald's bus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, open another one up, man. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, uh, let's see here. This is Kelly from Toronto. Boy, you're getting out of this show, Bob. Well, we were out we're, there, man. We're yeah. wall to wall. Where does the substance mercury come from? You know, mercury, uh, if I'm not mistaken, is in our thermometers. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we answered that one. Move <laughs> on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I always wondered. Uh, mercury. Everybody says, "Oh my God!" If you break a, if you break, you know, a thermometer and the mercury comes out, and it's wiggling around, and it's it's like will kill you or something. Well, it's I like never, little, it, it, it was scary, right? Yeah, yeah, it's like little balls, you know, and you they just float. Yeah, yeah you can't. But, you but can't people said them. you you can't, you, but you can't get rid of it. You no, and, and if you. If you if you drank it, it'd kill you or something. Yeah, and I never yeah. really understood. Mercury it comes from mercury ores that are mined, which is a little crazy. Uh, but uh, mercury gets into you. You always hear this thing Ed, about, aren't you afraid of eating fish and getting mercury? And you're yeah. going, uh, mercury's in thermometers, man. Uh, <laughs> but uh, mercury is absorbed by plants which accounts for it getting into fossil fuels like coal, oil, and gas. But mercury still, to me, it is a very mysterious substance. It never goes away, Bob. Is that true? It's true. And I just, if you think about it, now thermometers are basically going away the way they were. Mm -hmm. But mercury, to me, is a little bit of a scary substance. Yeah. Am I crazy? No, you're correct. You don't want to mess with mercury. Well, that's what I think. But if you break open a uh, a thermometer and mercury pours out, what do you do with it? Well, <laughs> I need you well, to figure this out. Well, whatever you do with it, it's going to be there. It's it, it doesn't leave. I know. It doesn't, it doesn't go away. It if it goes into the ground, it's absorbed by the dirt. It it they don't. It's it's there forever. So it won't go away. It's kind of like your wife when she gets pissed off at you. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> well, oh. <laughs> but mercury uh, mostly comes from mine production. It's recovered by, and uh, it can also come from natural gas. Uh, you know, it's very iffy to me. I mean, all this could be baloney, and mercury is coming from another planet for all I know. Yeah. I just, I don't understand mercury, and there you go. There you go. What's coming up in a moment, Ed? All right, coming up in a moment, we are going to talk about complaints, and I got some good ones for you. Well, I always like to complain. I don't know if you do. Yeah, I know you do. Yeah. This is the Ed and Bob Show. We're glad you're listening in. So i tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to let Ed complain first, because I'm going to complain in just a second. All right. This is this actually happened today, okay? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, coming down Pillisippi Parkway, okay? Yeah. Suddenly... Yeah. 
there's two lanes, right, going the same direction. Suddenly, right. everybody's just buckling up and hitting the brakes oh. and just slamming on the brakes. Now, Pellissippi Parkway, normally people drive pretty fast, like the interstate. They drive pretty fast on it. And I think Pete Michaels calls Pellissippi Parkway the Pellissippi Speedway. Exactly. So that should give you an indication. Yeah, most people drive 70, 80 miles an hour. Probably oh, like crazy. the interstate. Yeah. yeah. So, so all of a sudden, everybody just bows up and stops. And, and you know, oh. and you're, you're going along, and I'm trying to get home. And. And I'm looking and I think, gosh, what's going on up here? You know, and it, and it gets deeper and deeper. Well, I finally oh get up guy. I finally get up to the front and there's a gentleman driving a pickup truck in the right hand lane. He's going 50 yeah. miles an hour. Yeah. 50 miles what? an hour. Now, is his car not working or his truck's not no, working? No, 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 50 miles an hour. But here's my point. <clears throat> there was a time, Bob, not too long ago, that if you were going 50 miles an hour in the right hand lane, that was okay. Yeah, not anymore. No, nope, not, not anymore, any Mr. Brantley. You're right, and I, yeah. and it was and it was proved today because the interstate just almost came to a stop with a guy going 50 miles an hour because they're trying to get around him and everything. And it just it, you know, is I mean, it crazy I think crazy or what? It is you crazy. Know, uh, it is and, crazy. And, and I try, and my wife will tell me, tell you, I don't, but I try to take my time where I'm going, but I like to be efficient and prudent while I'm driving and not get behind somebody <laughs> that shouldn't be driving anymore. Oh, but, but is it, 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 as my mom would say, and I always, this drove me nuts. My mom would get in the far left lane yeah. and everybody be piled up behind her. Yeah. And I'd say, mom, you need to get over. And she said, the speed limit's 55. I'm going, 55. I'm going 55. I have the right to be in this lane. And I'm right. going, no, mom, this lane is for people yeah. who need to pass slower traffic. I don't care if you're going 80 and they're going 90. That's their lane. Right. But she would never listen to me. So. No, well, well, and and I don't. I think this guy was at the right. He wasn't doing anything bad. I mean, obviously, he's an old truck, and he's just going along. And and, but I think that just proves the point to how things have changed. You know, there yeah. was a time when that would have been fine, and and there wouldn't have been traffic would not have backed up. People would still go around, but they go around at sixty miles an hour, sixty five, seventy, but not eighty and eighty five. I was past yesterday by a car coming out of uh oak ridge and i yeah. promise you when that guy got around me i was in the left lane and i got to the right one that guy got around me he went up to 100 miles an hour oh and my god yeah and i thought what are you doing buddy so anyway buddy, that's, that's my those that's are the people complaint. that you'll be reading about the obituary section yeah probably what, what happened to them they were so young <laughs> uh, yeah, they're, they were idiots. Yeah. All right, Ed, uh, let's see. I got a complaint for you. You ready? All right, ready. Easter just happened, right? Right. Now, not as many people got to go to Easter uh, church and stuff, or if they didn't, or for whatever reason. But in years past, this has been going on for 10 years. Mm -hmm. When I was a kid, Ed, my mom, every Easter, would buy me a little jacket. I'd have white patent shoes or something I'd, I'd be all i'd have a little tie i'd have a little you know nice little shirt on 
buddy, I would be styling going to Easter church. Do you mm -hmm. remember those days? I do. I do. And, 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 and Easter Sunday was when you got dressed up to go to church. It, yeah. Is it just me or is it everybody? Remember that? Well, yeah, I do remember that. Matter Wear of fact, your Easter yeah. best. That was a saying. Exactly. That's right. So what the heck has happened to that, Ed? Well, there's I, nobody getting dressed up for Easter Sunday ever, period, anymore. No, I don't care about the pandemic. I'm talking about in the last 10 years, you go to Easter Sunday, eh, you know, it's it's Easter. Yeah, we're going to have some ham later. <laughs> you know, I, I'm sorry. I'm not just. I don't know. I, we're losing something, Ed. We're losing something that was important to this country and, and the world. I don't know. I just call me crazy, call me old-fashioned, or whatever. But I, we're losing something of a fabric of what the United States was, and uh, families. I, I, I hate it. I miss it. <laughs> I saw something on television recently of a black lady who who really had some beautiful hats and she wore them to church on Sunday. Yes. Yes. And so, yeah. And so when the pandemic hit, the church closed. Guess what? She mm -hmm. she she got dressed every Sunday morning anyway. Bless her heart. And and they took pictures of her and her family and everything. That, now that's the way to be. Right. Yeah, that that's great. great. That's great. You know, that's that's Easter Sunday, wearing those hats. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I just I miss it. So tell mm -hmm. everybody how they can listen to this show, Ed. Well, it's real easy, boys and girls. Just the Ed and Bob show is available at edandbob.com. You can download the Apple Podcast app or the TuneIn app. Search Ed and Bob. Be sure to subscribe. On Alexa, in your Alexa skill settings, enable TuneIn. Then tell Alexa to go to TuneIn. She'll say, hey, what do you want to listen to? And just tell her exactly this, Ed and Bob show. And it's as simple as that. Every once in a while, she'll say, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to comment, go to edandbob.com in the comment section. Or email us. We love emails. Um, oh, yeah. Ed and Bob at yahoo.com. Twitter, we're there. Ed and Bob Knox at Brantley or Bob Thomas Knox, K-N-O-X. And yes, we're on Facebook. Uh, we're all the 65 people, uh, the 65 years of age, you know, people are <laughs> at facebook.com slash Ed Bob. Uh, all right, corrections. Um, do you have any corrections, Ed? Would you like to correct anything you said? Or would you like to apologize? Or no, I don't think so. Yeah. I'm, I pretty much stand by everything I said. I like that. The, uh, yeah, there you go. Seal of What's coming yeah. up on the next show? Oh, I can't wait for this. Who were the most famous serial killers? Ooh, ooh, okay. I I'm like that. I'm looking forward to that. I do. I'm liking and, that. And um, um, it should be a fun show. So that's coming yeah. up soon. Anyway, I enjoyed it, man. I hope you're doing well. Thank you. Uh, buddy, it's always great to talk with you. And we're excited to be back and rolling on the air. And uh, we will see you next time, right? Right. All right. Let's get right, Dean buddy. Martin to get us out of here, brother. See you. How lucky can one guy be? I kissed her and she kissed me. Like the fella once said, ain't that a kick in the head? The room was completely black. I hugged her and she hugged back. Like the 
Just like the fellas said. <laughs> 